0: Got a special guest today, guys. Flew in all the way from Knoxville, Tennessee. So today we're talking to my (laughs) son-in-law. Hey, guys, welcome back again to the Cut, Light & Smoke podcast presented by Zill Cigars cigarscom The one place to find your cigars online. So it uh, should be a good day. A good day today, and a good show today. Uh, I, I forgot that my son in law was actually coming into town this week, and I guess yesterday my my wife, you know, reminded me. She goes, "Hey, just so you know, Ethan's going to be here, and he's going to be living in our house for the next couple of days, just to just get used to that." And I'm like, "Oh, Ethan's coming in. That's awesome." You know, so uh, unlike most in laws, we actually have a re- really good relationship, and uh, it's it's been really really cool. So. Uh, I've, I've, this is the man that has married my oldest daughter, Savannah, and the guy that when I, when I first became a Christian, I was probably 15 years old. I started journaling when I was 16 years old about my journey. 17 year at 17 years old, I was challenged by a pastor to pray for two things in my life to pray for, uh, my, the the person who will eventually be my wife, which is my wife, Jamie. And then next to, uh, pray for a good son-in-law. And that's before I ever had kids. I wasn't even married yet. So I didn't know if I was going to have daughters or not, but I wanted to have a good son-in-law, you know, if you would. So uh, and I thought it was interesting because I was like, all right, so – Literally, your journey with my daughter Savannah is really unique. We'll get into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And but, Ethan, go ahead and say hi, people real quick. What's up, everybody? And JB is here. He's just being quiet and stoic as usual on the other side of the mic. You know. You know. He's doing. He's doing. He's doing <laughs> his thing. He's thinking about what to come back for right now. He's got that look in his face. No, it's like dude. I'm in. in I'm, front I'm, rims, I was
1: just taking in the the taste of this bourbon that I just poured. Yeah, so we're 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 drinking some bourbon and
0: we're smoking some good cigars today. Uh, it's called Yellowstone Bourbon, right?
1: Yeah, apparently it's a uh, it's like a seventh uh, generation family distillery since like the eighteen hundred, like eighteen seventy something. And you said the uh, it has a history behind something. Yeah, the apparently the grandfather sold it to uh, some other company, and then um, in two thousand and ten, and I don't know when he sold it, but in two thousand and ten, um, an, this family that. Originally owned the distillery whose grandfather had sold it, started another distillery which is called uh, Limestone Branch. Okay. So they used that distillery to then eventually in 2015 rebuy the Yellowstone Distillery back and then make it back to the original version that their grandfather had it, from my understanding. Okay. It's, it's really, really good. It's very good.
0: It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's very good. See, wh- how much was the bottle you think? About 40 bucks? Somewhere in there?
1: Yeah, it was about 40. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, finding a good whiskey, especially a good bourbon under forty bucks, uh, that tastes this good is actually rare. So, big shout out to Yellowstone. Uh, if they listen to this podcast, which they probably don't because I don't know if they're cigar smokers or not. But um, oh, yeah. their great grandfather
1: MC Bean sold the distillery to okay. Yellowstone. Okay. okay, so it's now called yeah. Okay, so yeah, they it was out of their it was over a century the the. Blend was out of their family, and they they brought it back through another distillery that they created.
0: Wow, okay,
1: Hmm. that's pretty amazing,
0: dude. It it, it does amaze me how water and grains eventually end up producing this incredible
1: smoky drink that we actually really do enjoy. You know, grapes into wine, or even some of the other cordials and Uh drinks out there. You get pears, and you know, if you ever had a pear liqueur, like that's crazy weird. And then like, it's just so wormwood like roots. Right, like right, absinthe, yeah. start seeing green fairies.
0: So, <laughs> there is an absinthe cigar. I actually went in deep to get a long time ago. Really, was at TNT, it's an awful cigar. It was there's actually one It one, had to taste one, like black licorice. It did. One black oh, one one cigar, one cigar was good but the rest of the line was awful and we sat on them for like 4 years. <laughs> when I <laughs> left the company they were still there. There was terrible. It was a terrible cigar. Oh my goodness. You know, and I guess at the show I would smoke some good ones. I smoked the only blend I like and so only one of them was smokable. The rest of them were just terrible. Just See, you didn't, didn't market
1: sell. it right. You got to market it as they they have a lot of anise in them and anise is a very relaxing Still didn't work. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't, it, didn't, it didn't work at all. Nobody bought the cigar, and it was terrible. Uh, Fair enough. The guys that owned the
0: company were cool, really cool guys. Really liked them and stuff like that. But just yeah, they had, they went into another company where they did something different. So I think, anyways. Um, so people come in and come and go in cigars all day long. So it's just a so it's, it's a weird industry. Uh, so we're, but we're here with Ethan today. We're gonna be talking to him about uh, what it's what it's like to be in, be in his journey to meet my daughter, and then to uh, talk about what it's like with our relationship. Can you turn me up a little bit? Actually on on in my mic i can't i can't hear myself in my mic i think it just back. told
1: me you were too loud oh did it really yeah that's oh. why you got turned down
0: <laughs> sorry folks i got turned down evidently i'm too loud uh so anyways so we're, we're gonna go through kind of a, a progression through ethan how 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 him and my daughter met savannah and you guys know savannah probably from the videos you probably saw Zill cigar videos and so on and so forth the big goodbye video and all that kind of stuff where ethan stole my daughter and went to uh <laughs> To Knoxville, Tennessee, you know. Actually, you live in Norris, Tennessee, right? Norris, yeah, which is about
2: thirty minutes north of Knoxville. Thirty minutes. It's beautiful place. Oh, beautiful. I mean, it's just gorgeous.
0: Oh yeah, can't complain. Can't complain. Okay, I'm I'm looking forward to getting that a little bit because
1: it's probably about the mountainous you can get in the Midwest, right? About there, going into like North Carolina, into the Smokies and stuff like that.
2: Pretty much, like you go, you go on the. Interstate seventy five that runs through the all the way down to Florida, all the way down to Florida seventy five, bro. So <laughs> yeah, that's an yeah. Ohio one too. Yeah, yeah. To, Toledo to Miami, bro. That's exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you, you take that interstate up from Knoxville uh, about thirty minutes, and there's an exit that it takes you to Norris. But yeah, it's pretty much nothing but hills. You get a there's some mountains uh, just north of us that are pretty decent views. So okay, it's 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 actually a lot more hilly mountaining than I thought it would be. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Well, let's let's go into our to our journey and how we met, which is at church, I eventually. Mean, yeah, church is the very first time we met. Mm-hmm. You were a volunteer, or you were just graduating, probably.
2: Yeah, I think it was. I think I either just graduated or was like a year after that or yeah. something like that. You were helping
0: out with the ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were helping out with the youth ministry. Yeah. And we had just came to the church and uh, my daughter was uh, probably a junior, I think, or a senior at yeah, the Yeah, junior or senior, I think at the time. All right. Yeah, and you, and you took an interest in a younger woman, you know, which is my daughter. And uh, you could you could not date her at that point nope. because you were a volunteer. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look
1: at their relationship, you would never know she's younger than he is. Right. That's very true. Yeah, it's true. I mean, he's a young looking <laughs> kid. Anyway, but the, so it wasn't an old-looking joke. Oh,
0: I know, I know, I know. But the, here's my here's my point. How how old are you in Savannah? Two years? Uh, three years actually. Three years older. Savannah. Savannah. Old. Okay, okay. Yeah. three years old in Savannah. So you're twenty-five. Twenty-four. I'll be turning 20, twenty-five older. next month. Yeah, Savannah's twenty-one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I am mm-hmm. just trying to remember my my daughter's age. No, she's twenty-two now. She's 22, actually. twenty-two now. That's right. She just had a birthday. Okay. She's twenty-two now. Ah. Yeah. Stupid. I keep forgetting this. It's November. <laughs> November fifteenth, right? Yep. I keep forgetting that a birthday. Anyways, <laughs> um, so you met Savannah then, and then. Uh, you guys were good friends for a really long time.
2: Yeah, for I think it was a couple years. Yeah, two years. Yeah, before we started actually dating,
0: and before that, you you would come here and you you'd, you'd be here at Zeal, mm-hmm. and you just just hang out with Savannah, and working, mm-hmm. and you come here and you'd hang out and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'd see you continually, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we had a conversation at one point where you had you'd said you'd confessed your feelings for my daughter. I did. You know, and mm-hmm. I said uh i guess she had said she wasn't interested at the time or something like that
2: yeah she claims she was in denial (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) Savannah was not interested Savannah's a a very
0: very a very very decisive Uh, person and when she puts her mind to something she does it very very well oh yeah big time so it's really interesting to see that conversation but i had a conversation with you i don't know if you remember what i told you
2: uh, you told me to play the
0: long game. I think play it was. the long game. That's bro. what it was. Yeah, play the long game, bro. <laughs> it always works. It always work. play the long game. So you don't want to stay in the friend zone forever, boys. You really don't. Nope. But you definitely want to make that move and play the long game. So if you if you think that this is this is the person you want to be with the rest of your life, you can play the long game and you mm-hmm. can get there. You can get there. So I remember telling you play the long game. You came down a bunch of times. We had a lot a lot different conversations. Oh yeah. And uh, so one day, Ethan, uh, I think it, I think. I came, out, I came out to the table, and Savannah was crying about something. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't understand why she was crying, and she doesn't cry a whole lot. So I was like, no, she doesn't. what's going on, and who do I have to kill, all that kind of stuff. So Savannah's crying at the table, and I come out to figure out why, you know? And she tells me that she thinks she's falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> So I guess you guys started hanging out a little bit more mm-hmm. than you usually were. And I, you guys were always hanging out because you were friends and you had a bunch of friends around you. But mm-hmm. kind of went on a couple of dates, I think. And uh, then one Saturday morning, you interrupted the Buckeye game. And Sorry. Came, <laughs> and came, came to my house. <laughs>
2: and uh, said, I'd like to talk to you. And do you remember what I did next? You brought in, well, first, you brought in Camden. That's right. You brought in Camden. And uh, we told me, basically, you want to... Basically, had me ask permission for from you and from Camden.
0: Yes, so I do remember that. So, so you're dating my daughter and uh-huh. his sister. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, one of the things I think for, with Camden, it really did it made him feel really valued, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Man, this is really cool," and I appreciate my dad. You know, making me part of this, and then it put that on you is like, "Hey, there's two guys that are going to kill you if you hurt, hurt my daughter." So exactly. not just me, but Cam, <laughs> Cam will do it too. And so, uh, but that was that was really cool. How did you feel about that
2: moment? I'm curious. I mean. I'm not gonna lie, I felt intimidated just with you alone. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I get. But that. yeah, <laughs> um, with Camden, I mean, yeah, it was it was a little intimidating. But I mean, but he likes
0: you. We he, all yeah, you. I mean, so yeah, like. Yeah. So it's like
2: I knew that, but still, it's like yeah. a, it's a nervous experience going in there and right, right. you know, asking about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know.
0: So when you contend with you know two people, not just one. It's a little different. It is a lot you know? different. Yeah. But I, I, I was telling you even off, even off air, like I did that for a reason for the sake of, I want you to carry that into your tradition of your legacy that, you know, my, my, my granddaughter gets ready to date. Mm-hmm. You know, you have our, our, your my grandson, your son come mm-hmm. with you and say, okay, this is it. You have to go through both of us to get to her. And I, cause I think gatekeeping for young, young ladies is important. It's a lost art and families. I really do. I think too many people can get to, to young ladies too quickly. Well,
1: it's, it's kind of a whole part of that whole chivalry thing. That, right. that whole exactly. chivalriness right. is right. gone. Like even, even, even I like have tried to get back into the habit of like pulling the chair out for my wife because mm-hmm. it got to the mm-hmm. point where like normally my wife was in front of me going to the table and she would normally mm-hmm. just sit mm-hmm. down before I even would have a chance to even think about it. So mm-hmm. like I had to start. I had to start thinking ahead of that and being like, okay, I need, I want to try to start doing these things for my wife more when we go to like a restaurant. Right. Right. And right. I'll, I'll be honest, I, I can probably maybe five to six times that I've opened the car door for my wife right. mm-hmm. when it wasn't like she had her hands full or something. Like it mm-hmm. was, it was out of a gesture, Yeah. Right. And uh, a gesture, gesture, gesture. <laughs> I'm more of a jester. You are a gesture, uh, Yeah. So, but, but no, that there's something to be said about that.
0: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, that was, a, that was, that was a cool thing. So. They ended up getting married. They got married in COVID.
2: Yeah, right, in the, get- right in the beginning. Right, literally right, right in the beginning when the lockdown started and you guys everything. You moved up your wedding date on us pretty
1: quick. Five weeks. Yeah. Five Was weeks. I here before their wedding? Uh, You were here, I think, at the time. When would you start? I, I don't remember, bro. It's all like one big freaking <laughs> blur right <laughs> really, now. been here for about two and a half years, though. Been here Has it been two and a half? Almost
0: three, yeah. Because we've Feels been around. Longer. We'll, be,
1: we'll be around. <laughs> Golly, it had to be end of summer. July, September, July, August, September, somewhere when I started. Well, they, they got married. When did you get, you
0: guys get married in, uh, March, March. End of March of yeah. 2020. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so it was, it was,
0: yeah. Cause you were here
1: at that time. No, maybe
0: you just, you just started. It might've been just
1: after it yeah. would have been that summer and fall. Right. Right. Yeah, it was
0: probably. So the, the crazy thing is you guys moved up to the wedding. I was super excited about it. Um, I believe in getting married younger. I'll talk about that in a second. But I believe in getting married younger. I really do. Some of you guys are waiting until like 30, 40 years old to get married. Getting too old to get married, I promise you. It, you need to get married young.
1: It, it's it's a, And let me tell you why. Is, you it be, is it just because you've muddied the pool so much? What do you mean I muddied the pool? Like it's it, like when you get married younger, there's no expectations no, moving no. forward you because reasons. you've been with so many other women. Now you well, have no, all these well, expectations. That, that's one
0: thing. I'll give you three reasons why you should get married younger. First, you don't have a lot of baggage you bring into a relationship. Okay, when you both get married younger, you don't you're bringing in baggage. Everybody does, okay, but you're not bringing in a ton of baggage. And I mean by that, by you haven't had a ton of experiences with a bunch of other people that are going
1: to bring in baggage to a relationship. Yeah, that, that's the first thing. Like I brought a little bit of college debt into my relationship sure. with my wife, that's where baggage. she brought none. Right, that's, exactly. That's baggage.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, the other thing is you're you're not only the number two reason. You're not only. You haven't been on your own that long. So you haven't established individual habits mm-hmm. that you shouldn't est- that you should establish with somebody else together. You gotta live with the rest of your life. Yeah. Meaning and
1: you you're more likely to be comfortable sharing your life with somebody right. because exactly. you right. haven't been on your own and exactly. said, I don't exactly. I don't wanna stop doing these things right. to be mm-hmm. with somebody right. else. And
0: you'd be surprised that, that, that that's one of the major things when people get married after no, that's, after thirty.
1: That's a big sacrifice, right. dude. It giving is. up some of that personal I mean right. like like for me, like being a gamer, dude, like dude, that had I, okay, to be something okay. I had to cut I, out I, I, extremely. I'm, I'm, yeah,
0: I'm exactly with you on him. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this because I, yeah. I had I had I was canceling a couple. Okay, and they got married late in life. Okay, they got married. This is I, was, I was gonna do their wedding, everything like that. I ended up not doing the wedding, and they ended up actually not getting married. Mm. And here's 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 what ended up happening. So I was asking them what what are things that you're bringing in individually that you're both concerned about? It. I didn't bring it up. I just knew it was gonna come up sooner or later. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're both like 32 or 34. And I said, you both have been living separate lives now for a long time. You're more roommates than partners. Right, right. So now at this point, you're bringing in things here. And then they brought up all the issues themselves. And as they brought it in, they brought in this one dude was like a major gamer. Every Friday and Saturday night, he was with his boys all across the country gaming. She's like, I don't like that. She brought in an immense amount of college debt. And I was like, and I say he missed like over a hundred thousand. Oh, and I was like, I was like, whoa, that's gonna be a big thing. You're gonna yeah. be able to buy a house for a while, you know. And and they were both looked at, and literally they both were like, well, I don't know if we're gonna make it then. And I'm like, yeah, that's something you might want to think about, you know, because when you're joining two lives together, you're literally having to sacrifice things that you like. Mm-hmm. And this dude, I mean, for whatever reason, okay, the dude must really like video games. wasn't willing to sacrifice that time because it was with his boys and mm-hmm. he connected with his boys Damn. around country. And and her, she was like. Yeah, I need him to help me pay this. Yeah. You know, and yeah. th- so as a result of that, it was a major, major concern. So the longer you wait. So I, I, I
1: like getting married younger. And it always See, it's an interesting take on that. For real. I don't I don't know if a lot of people, you know, a lot of people think about like, well, sure. oh, my life's ruined because I don't get to experience all this stuff with yeah, my but life. When you experience. Sh- Sorry. no, I'm when you get, experience it with somebody else, really it's 10 real. times better. I'm going to get I'm going to
0: get really real. When you experience shit in your 20s. You're really fucking up your life, and you know it. Okay, in your twenties, when you're doing stupid stuff, you're really screwing up your life, and you're you're like, I'm gonna go. Every dude that's ever told me a story, dude, I want to live till I'm like thirty, and then mm-hmm. I'll settle down. They have absolutely jacked up their life. They got so much debt. They got so many like freaking problems, interpersonal relationships. They have no idea how to mature, and it's prolonged absolute. Adolescence. Prolonged, prolonged adolescence until 30. And they're like, okay, now I got to grow up because uh, crap just got real. Well, now now mom and dad said I got to get yeah. out because they're right. retired. Right, exactly. right, right. Exactly. So so those are those are issues that I see happening continually that when you marry younger and you're building a life together. So I got married when I was 21. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. Savannah got
2: married she's she was 19. Yeah, she was 19. I think I was 22 at the time. I just turned 22. Right, yeah. right. I I think
1: I was 26, 26, 27, but almost, I was almost 27, but we had been together for, for 10 years. Okay.
0: Okay. So I, I will say this, um, my wife and I, we, we had, we were friends for like a year. Then we dated for like seven months. We were engaged and married in two. So we were, we were just, we were ready to go. Of the people that I, that I've married that were younger. Okay. I'm just telling you my, my experience. I'm not telling you stats. Don't get freaked out. Don't email me. Okay. Ready? They have made it. The ones that have got, of the, the, the 30-something weddings I've done, the ones that have got married later in life, they have more problems mm-hmm. because you have two unique individuals that have not built a life together. They've built a life separately. Now mm-hmm. they're trying to put the life together yeah. and it's just, it's harder blocks. Well, Sometimes and before
1: they try to do that together, they don't look in the mirror and say, what things do I, am I willing to give up to have this? It's like, it's like people always ask me all the time, like, well, are you willing to have a kid? Like you, you have a motorcycle. Are you going to ride as much? And I'm like, you know what? There might be time they get sacrificed for that. But absolutely. like, yeah, absolutely. out of, out of a lot of people this planet, like I'm built for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, it, everything yeah. from my sleep schedule well, to, <laughs> to, did you, did to the fact that I don't do anything except sit at home. Like, but, but here's the thing, though. Like,
0: as a as a man, when you when you do have kids, that means sacrifice. Can I tell you? Can it, I tell you? It has story? To. Let me just tell you, a freaking story. I'm I'm gonna go fucking nuts on this one. Okay, here we go. I'm not gonna edit anything. I'm pissed off today. Okay, I'm not pissed off. I'm, just, I'm, I'm pissed off this stuff. You better saying, have that ready. I hear complete morons and idiots come to me all the time, and they say things like, "I'm not gonna get married till I'm 35." I'm like, "You're an idiot. You're stupid." And they're like, "No, dude, I'm gonna live my life." I'm like, "You're gonna screw up your life so much that like when nobody's gonna want you." That's why you're gonna be like 40, and you're like, "Yeah, dude, I'm banging all the chicks and doing what well, I want." The first question a single, single woman is lonely. gonna
1: ask is, "Why are you 35 and single?" Right? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good point. I swear, dude, I'm going. I'm going into. And unless your bank account's fat. They're question. questioning. It's things. not going to be. Right. It's not going These to be. These guys
2: are broke. It's, <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's unbelievable.
0: These guys are broke. They're idiots, and they and they're they're just living life for whatever reason. Because like they're not maturing. They're not going like. They're not thinking legacy. They're not thinking this is what I want to do. I'm not saying that if you waited later to get married that your your life is screwed. I'm not saying that. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm saying you have a better chance of building a life together when you get married younger. Somewhere in your early 20s or like, like say, 19 to, to 20, but it does take a lot of maturity to get to that point at that time, particularly in our society. In our society, what ends up happening is we have prolonged adolescence, particularly for men. Well, parents okay. aren't there
1: to help the kids mature through what, what, that. Or they or they enable them. Yeah. They enable them to stay at home that, forever. That, I don't even... Uh, what, dude? That's the truth. No, enabling's a big problem, bro. It's a
2: huge problem. It's a big problem. It's
0: a huge problem, dude. There's so many guys... There's so many, I mean, I get it, I understand it, they're your kids, but where, when is Cam that out of the house? Everybody knows. When he's at work? No, no, when is he out of that, oh. I mean, he has a date that he's out. Oh, that's June. what you're talking mm-hmm. about. My son will not be allowed to live in my house after June. Okay. Okay, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I want him to grow up, because I love him. He'll live in his car on the street before he sleeps another day in my in my house after June. Why? Because I love him. I want to teach him responsibility. He's taking it serious. He's saving money. He's mm-hmm. doing everything he can to get a life ready so that when he moves out, he's prepared. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest problems that I see with like young men in particular is you got these 20-somethings. Like, I'm just living my life and doing whatever I want. And I'm living off what, what are the government, my parents, or everywhere else. And it's literally... It's folly, it's foolishness, it's a dog returning to his vomit. It's literally everything you could ever imagine that's wrong with society. That's why nobody takes young men serious. Well, I mean, like,
1: if you go back to even tribal stuff, or even tribes in Africa still do this, and maybe even other countries too, but they'll still send men out out for like a month. They're like, hey, Mm -hmm. see you later. Come back in 30 days. If you come back, you're a man. And then when you come back, we're still going to, you know, scar you, beat you, or do whatever else the next process is to, to make you a man. For this tribe, but like Which yeah, there, there's a- there's an haze anymore. You can't haze anymore. It's, it's, it's yeah. not <laughs> yeah. tribal. Not to, there's an initiation. I'm not to haze anymore, yeah. There's no. an initiation, <laughs> and we've talked about that on other podcasts. 100%. But yeah, mm-hmm. you
0: have to do that with men. That, and that's, that's even like the,
1: Jewish tradition. You have a bar mitzvah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely. dude. Yeah. So
0: like when I do that with Ethan, that was teaching him something that he was going to do with his son. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. You no. know that because I love you. But like there's that that's I'm setting up a I'm setting a precedence. That he can follow, that he can say, "This is something my father-in-law did that I really respect. I want to do that with my kids." And I, all I can do is influence him to do that. That choice is his. Mm-hmm. But the, the the great thing is, nobody's telling young men like you don't have to be, you know, what do they call it, a fuck boy? You don't have to be like just a just a gigolo. You don't have to be that. <laughs> you can actually. Start. Well, there's a
1: difference. Gigolos are actually making some money doing that. The like other it. guys aren't. They're just I guess catching I don't know stuff. the, the, termi- the Terminology. But
0: I mean, (laughs) here's the thing, though, like, do you you understand how much detriment it does to your real life? Not to mention, like, what ends up like it, 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 what it does with young men in particular, if young men at the age of 18 to 25 start thinking about legacy, start thinking about, like, building a life with somebody, start really thinking to themselves, like, I want to start building a life and building a foundation Mm -hmm. while you're young. You start having kids younger. OK, by the time you're 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 50, you start having grandkids and you can still run around. Yeah, with them, and your you know? kids are out of the house. You're retired. Right. Now exactly. your bank
1: account's where you actually want it to exactly. be. because It isn't going to be till your mid 30s anyway. Right. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yep. Uh, Right now. And, you know, it's you know, th- that's one of my biggest things. Right. Like I came to realization all these things that you're talking about very early on in life, mm-hmm. like when I was like eight to 10 years old. I stood up in a classroom and I told my teacher, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm like, I want to be a freaking dad. Like, you know, that, mm-hmm. like what?
0: Like, That's exactly. You, you, don't, like-
1: you don't want to be a policeman. You don't want to be a fireman. You don't want to be like somebody that makes a lot of money. You don't want to be a pilot. Like, no, I want to be a dad. Yeah, like I dude. knew that. Mm-hmm. So I've been, I've had that thought ever since. And like, I, even me, I've, I've said like, dang, I'm 32 years old. Like, I wish I had my kids like six to seven years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Because, yeah, because like, I had more energy then I was already struggling. I was already going through stuff. And like, you know, it doesn't get any easier when you have a kid, but right. it also doesn't yeah. it, other than money. It it doesn't get a lot more harder. I mean, it does, but not, not in the way that you, a lot of people think it does. Like it doesn't right. end your life. Right.
0: And, and if I can say something, guys, the guys are listening to this right now, and you're thinking through, like, okay, I'm young. I'm trying to think through, like, what I want to do. And you're hearing about toxic masculinity and all that kind of stuff that the BS that's out there. Don't pay attention to that bullshit. Every woman wants a masculine man. Be a dude. Go to the gym. Get a job. Make your money. Get your life in order. That is such bullshit that I hear all the time. When somebody says something like, you know, um, you know, I, I just want a, I want a sensitive man. Ethan is not sensitive. Okay, my daughter didn't go. My daughter's a catch, she didn't go for the sensitive man. She went for the masculine man. He's got a beard. He can slay deer. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Sorry. So you got married young. Mm-hmm. You got married young. You were how old? 24, 22? 22. 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Tell me if that benefited you or if it hindered you, you know, as far uh-huh. as your... Be, be honest. I mean, I know it's my daughter and everything like that, and I'm holding a gun to your head, but I mean, like... <laughs> Tell me if you felt like that was a beneficial thing or you felt like it was something
2: that, like, you should have waited for What do you think? I think it was a beneficial thing. Mm -hmm. And what was really nice is that Savannah was young. She didn't really have any – she didn't have any boyfriends before me. Right. So – How good is that? That was great. So that that was great to hear. Unfortunately, I had – previous relationships that i brought in but way to go bro i know i messed up <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but she she was there for she saw those relationships so mm-hmm. she was there for a lot of them and yeah. you know she knew what we were going through and stuff right, like that right, right so she was there pretty much for the history which also benefited because yeah. she understood yeah so she understood that which really helped any baggage that i carried sure, sure. but again it really wasn't a whole lot so sure. it was like i mean we didn't have a whole lot of baggage coming in yeah, there really yeah. wasn't much. <laughs> you really
0: didn't. I mean, there's no Savannah didn't have any debt really coming in. Nope. And you didn't have a ton of debt, nope. you know, coming into it. So, just financially, that that's a big thing. It and then, and then mm-hmm. the the emotional baggage bringing in. I don't know that like, I, and I, I mean to be fair, Savannah would have to be here to be able to talk about that. But like, I don't know if there's any emotional baggage she brought into the to the to the relationship. And I don't know what you brought in that because I don't know. But like, um,
2: if any if anything. I can I could probably tell you she probably didn't bring any at least okay. from what it seems like. Yeah, yeah. So if if there were any emotional baggage that I carried, it was probably just from my dad. Yeah. If dude, anything,
0: that's a, let me ask you this. Let me go into this because I think it's it, it's worth it's worth it's worth noting. Your dad died when you were eighteen mm-hmm. or nineteen. Right? You said, eighteen. Eighteen years. 18. old. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, how'd that affect you, bro? It affected me a lot. Talk to me about that. It affected me a lot actually, uh, because I was actually really close with my dad. Mm-hmm. So we. We really enjoyed the same things. We, I mean, we'd sit down and watch a baseball game together all the time or like the Cardinals game whenever they were playing. Right. So we really got, we were really close to each other. So I really loved my dad. So him passing away really affected me a whole lot to where. Now, your dad was significantly older. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what, how old was your dad when he passed away? He was, let me do the math. He was about 70, I want to say 70. Oh, gosh. Uh, Seventy-seven, I think. Carry the oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah, carry the yeah, one. Carry okay. the one. Yeah. Oh,
0: dang. So okay. my dad, my dad currently is seventy-seven. Mm-hmm.
2: So that, that, just just so you know how that
0: how that works yeah, out. Yeah, there was so, a 25,
2: yeah. 25 year age gap between my dad and my mom. Okay, okay, okay. So my my mom likes older men. Okay, okay. yeah. There we go. <laughs> okay. So so
0: your mom your mom got remarried. Mm-hmm. Okay, your mom your mom got remarried. So without without like going into the emotional baggage, what was it like to have your mom like to lo- lose your dad? And then your mom. How, how, many, how many years afterwards was I that?
2: I think it was a year or two, if I'm not mistaken. How did that feel her getting remarried? It was hard. Yeah, I want to know. It, it was it was really hard. Yeah. I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't super difficult because we me and Kel were both a lot older, so we were still doing our own things. You know, I had work, mm-hmm. he had work, she. You know, she was off doing her own thing. So sure. it didn't affect us a whole lot because he didn't really raise us. We were already 18, 16 at the time. Sure, sure. So, I mean, didn't make much of a difference. But mm-hmm. it still was hard to see her with another man that right, is right. not your dad. Right, so, right. So, I mean, I think the most important part from me and Caleb's standpoint was mm-hmm. that she was happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 As long as she was happy, then that made us feel better. We may we may not like the guy. We may, you know, we may disagree at some point. but. Sure. It, she he made her happy, and that's what really, you know. Why well, I've met the guy, yeah. Uh, she seems happy. Yeah. So uh, that's almost say she yep. seems happy. So mm-hmm. I mean, as
0: a result, like if you want your mom to be happy, she seems she, she exactly she seems happy, and that's that's, cool. that's what we want. That's yeah, what we want. Good.
2: That's what that's what really kind of helped us through the whole part is that she was happy still. Okay. You know, she was very happy. She enjoyed it. She loved it, and you know, I'm happy for her. I really okay. am. So.
0: Okay, so let's let's move on from from being married young to like all the good stuff, and let's talk about moving. Oh yeah, what is it like to go from the Valley of the Sun where it's a hundred and hell, and to move to North Tennessee outside of Knoxville? Tell me tell me the the good, the bad, the ugly of that. What was that <laughs> like? Because you're young. Uh huh. You know, cause I remember moving out here. I think when I moved out here, I was 30 mm-hmm. when I moved out here initially. So. You know, I was a little bit older, but I mean, you're younger, you're 20, 25, 24. Mm-hmm. you're 24, 25, mm-hmm. and you're now moving away from, after even there two years before you moved? Yeah, two years. Okay. No. Yeah, two years. Two years before you moved. So mm-hmm. you were here for two years and now you're moving to a new place. Tell me about that. What was that like?
2: It It was hard at first. It really was. You know, what was great was just kind of experiencing that new side of the country, you know, all the green and everything the different <laughs> the different culture and stuff like that so i mean it was it was you've never been you never been east of the mississippi before nope oh, okay. the further further east i've been yeah it was dallas that was it okay okay so right. so it was it was a big it was a big kind of shock to me to see that culture, but, culture shock yeah big culture shock how's that
1: I actually like it I, I actually enjoy it, believe it or not
0: he makes a bunch of dicks <laughs> Well and it's we're just mean people out here dude. <laughs> when, we are. when you
1: when you cross the Mississippi though that's that's what people if, if if you live over there you understand and if you don't live over there and you never have been over there, I'm, we're gonna enlighten you a little bit. when you cross the Mississippi, especially if you stay south and then you don't it really I think it cuts off probably about I would say Pitts. I would say Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is where it kind of starts to change into upstate New York. Mm -hmm. And then that's where it starts getting more like, you know, East coast, you know, Boston, New New England area. Right. But like North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia down. Mm -hmm. And then from like Ohio, Pennsylvania over, it's very, very slow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not uncommon, like if you live out west and you want to go east, like go to Ohio and drive on like seventy-five or Tennessee and drive on seventy-five. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, there's gonna be people that are driving under the speed limit. Oh yeah, and there's Big just time. nothing that you can do about it, dude. They're just they're not in a hurry to go anywhere like people are That's here. So true. That's it's so true. it's so factual. They still are, but it's not anywhere near this. No, no 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 no. I feel like I feel like I'm breaking a law when I'm
2: driving out there <laughs> so bad. <laughs> like this like. The, the speed limit going through the 75 in uh, Tennessee is basically, I think it's 65 right
1: now. Usually it's, just, it's 60 to 60. Just it's in the usually, middle of nowhere. Yep. It's 65. Which,
0: which means 85 here in Some Arizona. Some states
1: have raised it to 70 and 75. Kentucky oh, yeah. is 70. Okay. Kentucky okay. is Can 70.
0: Can I ask you an question, being here in Phoenix, Arizona? How many people you know really go under 80 on the highway? Be honest. Not very many. Not
1: dude. very many. We're Dude, it's you're so crazy plus. in Phoenix. Like, okay, we get the pleasure being motorcycle riders to have access to the HOV lane all the time, which are yeah. which during the week in certain times, you're not allowed to be in that lane unless you have two or more people in your car. Correct. You have an electric vehicle or you're on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And I'll be just cruising around, along 85 miles an hour, like up to 17 or something if I'm going north, which the speed limit's 75 there. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'll be cruising 80 miles an hour, maybe a little more. And my bike has cruise control. Mm-hmm. So I'll put cruise control on and just chill. And then there's like three or four fools just like blowing by me like they got somewhere else to be going 95, 100 mile an hour. And I'm like, holy sh- Bro. See, I'm see, telling you, bro.
2: See, what I, what, I was, what I was always seeing and taught growing up, I wouldn't say taught, but I learned it myself anyway. But- is that going on the 101 here in Phoenix? Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. the speed limit. Yeah, 101, 101. 101. <laughs> you gotta keep up with the traffic. Bro. I think Traffic's the only crazy. place
1: that might be worse is like some Texas highways. I've heard. Yeah. T- oh yeah. I'll, I'll oh say my gosh, you have Phoenix, no idea.
0: Phoenix is really nuts as far as you know the speed is concerned. And so, if you guys are ever visiting out here, just go faster. If you're from the Midwest, just go faster. You're
2: gonna have to go at least 95. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be other. you'll be cursed out and and flicked off. Yeah, I told you you're number off. one. <laughs> yeah,
0: c- cursed off and told you you're number one by the middle finger. Yeah, exactly. So so, exactly. so, so, so you move, you move to Norris, Tennessee outside mm-hmm. of Knoxville. Tell me your first week there, what you're thinking. Go.
2: Oh boy. There's a lot. So the first week, which was great. I mean, it, I mean, it was great the first few days having that adrenaline from just moving and you're just, I mean, you have that adrenaline, but you're also just exhausted. Right. So you right. don't have that. You don't have a whole lot of energy to just sit there and kind of miss your family because you're just excited. Sure. Sure. You're, sure. you're excited to just kind of venture off into these new different places that you've never been, especially be—especially me, you know, not being, you know, never being out there. So, I mean, I was excited through the first week. It was the, really the second week where it started kind of hitting. Pretty much. So so, so, so let me
0: ask you this. So, you moved. You moved, when did you move? You moved in. Uh, it was the end of May, I think, like the moved, last week in May. That's right. You moved the end of May, mm-hmm. and then you just bought your first house. Yep. Which yep. is which is uh, what 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 is it like? You, when did you buy? When did you close on your house?
2: We closed on our house. I think it was July twelfth. If
0: let's I'm not mistaken. July right. Hey, 20? that's my birthday,
1: bro. Hey, bro, <laughs> bro.
0: Let's just get this right. My son-in-law, who's a baller, okay. My son-in-law did this. He moved my daughter in law out. In two months he bought her bought her the first house. I didn't buy my first house until I was 27, 28 years old. You know, so like at twenty four yeah, years Yeah, I was twenty six. Yeah, twenty four years old he buys a house, you know, already. You mm-hmm. know, so which is which is amazing. So you buy your first house, mm-hmm. what's it like buying your first house in another state?
2: It it's 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 I mean, I'll be honest. It I mean it's not that it's not that much of a Shock, I guess you could say, because we we've always been we've always been looking at a house. We wanted a house out there, right? So you know, having that, just it's not really a shock. It's not really a surprise. Now, do we luck out on the house? Absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah, they, they they got a really good deal on it We got a really good. It's deal. a really nice house. We we lucked really, out. Yeah, yeah, we
2: lucked really nice. out. So, I mean, it was great to finally get those keys. Finally, finish signing all the papers mm-hmm. and everything oh, like that. Dude,
1: the hand cramp on the paper signing, oh, bro. Dude, it's
2: <laughs> I had a Dr Pepper with me, so that kind of helped out a little bit. <laughs>
1: that's
0: great
2: but uh, just finally finishing the stress signing those papers finally getting the keys over it was just a relief like you could like you couldn't believe it was because for, for for the first
0: two months, you stayed in the Airbnb right there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah,
0: they yep. stayed in the Airbnb mm-hmm. for two months, and they finally got a house, which is which great. Which
2: we also lucked out on that Airbnb because they were really good people. Yeah. So, and they're still friends with us today. That's which, awesome. Which
0: is, which is really great. And that's that's a testament to both Ethan's and Savannah. They're,
1: and the Midwest, really. Yeah. I
0: mean, the Midwest is, yeah, the Midwest,
1: I mean. I have neighbors that still don't say hi to me, bro. <sighs> I waved to every single neighbor in my neighborhood, and they don't like half of them don't even wave back. Welcome dude. to Phoenix. It's just it's just weird. Can I tell you
0: something that's really weird? So like I, I got now you're talking about neighbors thing. I can tell you something that that I felt bad about. I didn't really feel bad about being a neighbor because I'm usually pretty close to all my neighbors, and so I know the neighbors across the street, and I know the neighbors to my left, and the neighbors on my right just literally moved moved in. So uh, there's so you got to fire- make that fruit cake. I know. Uh, so there was a fire truck there the other day. <laughs> Uh-oh. at my neighbor's house and uh, I don't know what was going on mm-hmm. and I didn't even have his phone number to call him uh. and so I felt really weird and you know so that that's that's a real Arizona thing like hey dude your business is your business and we don't talk to anybody you know so
2: yeah but like uh yeah which was which is which is weird because when we when we when we moved out there and we started finally closing in on the house you know I mean, we they accepted the offer. We just went in one more time to just kind of look it over with everything gone, you know, just to make kind make sure of, you didn't miss something. Exactly, exactly. So before we actually signed the final papers, we went there one more time, check out the house with everything gone, so we can just kind of measure stuff out where we want stuff. You know what I mean? So, well, what we had the next door neighbors next to us. They were just out doing some yard work and stuff like that savannah mentions to me she's like hey let's let's go introduce ourselves to the neighbors which i never done myself (laughs) living in phoenix so i kind of like to keep to myself a lot so i was like okay why not so we went over introduced ourselves to them and i mean they've had us over a couple times now so it's like (laughs) i mean they're really nice people they're really nice people i mean we there was this one night i think it was like a couple weeks after we uh Went over there to talk, and the guy there just offered me like two beers. I was like, "Okay, why not?" So,
0: Midwest, bro. Yeah,
2: Midwest. It's a more southern than Midwest. It's the South. It's yeah. The south, it's dude. considered the South.
0: Yeah. It's a Baptist belt, not I the Bible belt. The Baptist, belt. the Baptist belt. The
1: Baptist. Baptist belt. Oh, that, I
0: know. Own that. Own that place. Trust me, yeah, I know that place. Own that place. <laughs> <laughs> My
1: grandpa bops around to churches all through Kentucky, bro. Every 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 different oh, weekend, the church is held at a different congregation. So uh-huh. he travels pretty much every weekend through Kentucky to different different congregations. Yeah. <laughs> dude. They're on the Tennessee border, so Tennessee, Kentucky. Yeah, but yeah, see, that's, we're like that's good, though, because I forget what the difference is, but, like, one state doesn't have sales tax on something, and then the mm, other that's, state— That's his. That's, okay. Yeah, that's okay, that's mine. Tennessee it's cheaper. It. I think there's something about the gas on the other side in Kentucky if it's the same, you if it's it cheaper, cheaper to go get the gas. It's it cheaper is cheaper to go. Yeah.
2: It's cheaper. It's actually cheaper in Kentucky. Like okay. When we drive through, because we went to, up to Cincinnati to visit your, yeah, uh, it, your parents. Four hours from, my, from
1: Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Four hours. Yeah, yeah that's, you're, you're close to where, like, my— um, my my sister and brother, my my stepsister and her husband live there somewhere and then mm-hmm. my grandparents live in um right around Grayson Lake in Kentucky. Yeah, so okay.
2: yeah, so when we whenever we drive through Kentucky to go up to Cincinnati, we you could just see the difference in gas prices. It's ridiculous. It's yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so much cheaper in Kentucky. Oh yeah. Until you get closer to Cincinnati, then it gets a little more expensive, but like going uh, through Lexington and all that, oh my gosh, it's so much cheaper.
0: So so let me ask you this. So you move from from here, we're, So you, you move from here to, to actually Tennessee mm-hmm. and what are the things that you have to get used to in Tennessee? Like here's, here's why I, I remember moving from Ohio, being a Bengals and Ohio state fan <laughs> to moving to, ten, moving to you know Arizona where ASU, I'm not an ASU fan. Um, I don't blame
1: you. But a a lot of Arizona isn't right now either. I know, right? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> they might be now. The new coach was a the good new hire. The coach
2: was good,
1: dude. Dude, he's, he's, was... he's 32 years old. He's a
2: baller. Coming from Oregon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His, oh, his yeah. wife
1: played at ASU. He's a yeah. hometown boy. He, like, is a hometown. he is a hometown boy. Uh-huh. So, so it's going to be a good one. I hope one. this
0: guy actually works out. I really do. Because... Todd Graham was good in my opinion. He was. But uh Well, I mean, like Herm
1: Edwards would have been good if he would have been hands on. No. Oh yeah. But he wasn't Herm he wasn't hands on. Awful, dude. That's because he wasn't hands on. He gave it to all the other assistants and those buffoons did exactly what yeah. they're having you problems need, with. You
0: need to be hands on as, as a head coach. Agreed. Yeah, Especially you know. as a college coach. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: yeah, dude, that's like being a parent and like just
0: it letting the babysitter raise yeah, your exactly. freaking kids, man. <laughs> the heck? I loved Herm Edwards when he was at the Jets. I do not like him with Arizona State. No, really. he's an NFL coach, not so a college he, coach. Yeah, he needs to be an NFL coach. Anyways, so here's my here's my question. So uh-huh. you, when, I, when I moved from from there to here, like my sports teams changed. Everything was different. So now I'm Arizona Cardinals first, mm-hmm. even with Mopey Murray, mm-hmm. which I can't stand. We need to cut that guy and trade him for Dak Prescott. You can't do yeah, that's too much money, bro.
1: No, I don't care. You got, I don't hey, care. you, you want to know something? I almost created a Twitter account just so I could uh, tw- a tweet at uh, – um Kyler Murray. No, 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 no. So I could tweet at uh the one of the sports shows I listened to in the morning, yeah, yeah. uh Bickley and Murata. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah. uh, was listening to this morning. morning actually. Uh and um <laughs> I wanna I wanted to, to tweet him and say like Kyler Murray I uh, Kyler Murray in my mind when I close my eyes, I see a guy standing at second base blowing bubbles. Yes. 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 Absolutely.
0: He dude when Patrick Patrick Pearson came out and just exposed him. Like Colin Murray only cares about Colin Murray.
1: That's oh, Pat P. Yeah, yeah. He's in Minnesota now, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. But I'm telling
0: you what, Pat P. I mean, just he's just a real deal, dude? Right? Like I'm glad he's got. I'm the he's got for the Cardinals because he
2: wasn't trying. Hey, I'm
1: just saying, is it just me or is it funny that both the Cardinals players are the only two that really got suspended in the NFL for PEDs? 100. <laughs> yeah, percent Yeah, Pat yeah, P. Yeah. Andy yeah. Hop. d <laughs> Hop. Yeah, exactly. Just saying.
0: So, but but, Ironic. but Pat Pat P. is real. I mean, like one thing, you got to respect about him, he's just real. Mm-hmm. So he was oh, like, yeah, he, he don't was, sugarcoat it. Nope, yeah, he doesn't. And, and everyone knows that, like, Kyler Murray is not respected in the locker They're room. They're saying no, neither is Cliff. Huh? They're
1: saying neither is Cliff.
0: Yeah, see, that's the problem. Get rid of both of them. Get a new – Get bring, bring Bruce Aarons back. Bring Bruce Aarons back. There's a Sean Payton. Remember? My homie. Oh, Sean Payton, my home Sean Payton, Sean Payton, Sean Payton, Payton brought right. my boy's a Super Bowl. Who that? <laughs> Sean, Sean, Sean Payton. Would be who good, that? Dude. They're gonna beat them Saints. I'm telling you what, we got who with, with the Bengals. So be careful. But if uh,
1: if if they got rid of Cliff and Sean came in, or even if he got hired as a quarterback coach, I think he would make a big difference. Of course, I think I either he, way is, he would make a big well, difference. Kyler, Kyler Murray's got to go. Kyler that's, Murray is Drew Brees with more talent. He really is. He's, see, he's he's short. See, see, see. If it, if he's it, a short, undersized quarterback, but with more talent.
2: Yeah, I have my opinion. The problem with these millennials—that's <laughs> fair. The <laughs> no, he's not millennial. He's, he's
0: Gen Z. The problem with the Gen Z guys are like, you gotta like relate to him, and you gotta like connect with them, and all that kind of stuff. I hate that crap. Like, I forget he's get, about get, my age. Yeah, you have to, you have to do it. See, if thing. you're
1: doing your job right, you're going to naturally connect with those people and find out hopefully. how to motivate them. Hopefully, see, that's
2: why I think Sean Payton would be good if you keep Kyler Murray because I think Sean Payton could really get into Kyler Murray's head and be like, "Listen, hopefully, like, hopefully, like, knock knock." Especially, especially since he's an older
1: coach yeah. and he's had a lot more experience in the NFL compared so, to Cliff. Did you Did you know that Sean Payton was a scab player back when they had the like? He's he's literally like Keanu Reeves from The Replacements. No, I didn't. Sean know that. Payton never played in the uh, NFL as a signed NFL player. He played in the NFL player as a scab, like somebody who crossed the picket line as like a replacement player.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And he's like to. one of
1: the only people that did that and like was a scab that played that actually is so well respected for how good he is at his job that he's that, still in the NFL now.
0: That's how I am, dude. I, I was better I was a better coach than I was a player. Some guys just better coaches than they are players. You know that's just kind of how it is. I mean, that's the, the reality of it. I mean, all my guys at high school would tell you the same thing. They're like, but yeah, I I, I don't, don't know what, what I was watching
1: the other day, but they were talking about Sean Payton and the Cardinals and other places he could potentially go, and if he is, and blah 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 blah. And, and yeah, somebody was talking about that, and I was like, "What? Never even knew." you yeah. coached my team for years, bro. I Had no clue.
2: Yep. No, I can't stand that.
1: It's crazy. All right, crazy. so
0: let, let's 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 finish up with Ethan's because for the sake of time. So you moved. You moved Tennessee. Now UT goes big. Oh, they go huge. I mean, UT this year is like number three, number four. So, oh, dude, so did, did, were you there when they were
1: running the goalpost down the freaking road, bro? What's I, I was.
2: Yeah, I was at home, and we, <laughs> we. <laughs> so our neighbors, our neighbors are huge UT fans. Okay, and when they, when they finally, and it was a good game against Alabama. Yeah, dude, that was, it was an was amazing. A, it game. was a good game. Give Alabama credit. That was a good game, but like. When when I heard the clock go down, you can hear our neighbors screaming off the top of their (laughs) lungs about UT being out. Because they haven't beat Alabama in I don't know how many years now, so it's like it's like thirty five years. I just
1: just picture like my my like hillbilly relatives like running out of the holler throwing sticks at dynamite, just going batshit crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the n I think it was the NCAA
2: fined UT for that goalpost. Yeah, they did. So
1: the 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 school started a crowdfund so they could pay for the fine. So they could pay for the fine, yeah. Like, hey, fans, you guys should donate money for us to replace this for taking it down. <laughs> so stupid.
2: Yeah, I, re- I, I, so actually, I actually remember watching the videos. Yeah, I was down in the Tennessee River just right there. I was like, oh, boy. So <laughs> That's right. You have rivers around you now. We do. We so do. You, do you fish more? I'm trying. I don't have my fishing license yet. I'm working to get oh that. Oh, my god. It's not It's not good in the wintertime at the moment. Cause, well, yeah. It's, so it, it's, it's, not, it's not very easy. You don't want to ice fish, bro? No. No.
1: No, screw that. That's not
0: like you don't get a lot of big down. fish
1: out of that, bro. Yeah, you don't. You go up north into like Michigan, bro, and the UP, you probably find yeah, somebody. Nobody up wants there. to go to Michigan. Who wants to go to Michigan anymore? Who wants to go to Michigan? That that, that state up north. Come on, bro.
0: Still some salt in the air. <laughs> it's a little salty, bro. It's a little salty. Just a little. Uh, so. So now, so you are you a UT fan? What do you think? I will you confess now. Tennessee and tell?
2: Titans, bro, Derrick Henry, what? I am not a Tennessee Titans fan. I will confess <laughs> that right now.
0: Oh, he came with it. He came I, with I'm, it. Okay? I'm going
2: to come with that right now. I am still an Arizona homeboy. Okay, okay, so I still, as much as I get embarrassed, I still do cheer on my Cardinals as much as I can. I know, me too. So feel, feel bad for it though. I mean, I'm still a Suns fan. Kyler Murray do better. I'm Dude, still, the Suns, bro. I know. That's as as really the, the only team i
1: great dude. Well, as long they did last year too, dude. As that long as doesn't they matter. as long as did they don't pull what, the choke job, dude. Did
0: you see? Did you see what uh uh what's the name? Not 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 player uh, coach? Booker. Player. Booker. Ayton? Booker. Did you see a Booker Dave recently? What? This past best game? Oh
2: yeah, he scored 51 points in
0: like three 51 quarters. 51 in three quarters, bro. Oh uh, yeah, dude.
1: Yeah. But I mean, you you're talking to somebody who's seen Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, it doesn't matter. A little Dev, bit of magic, Devin Dev like,
0: Booker's Berger, Dev this year.
1: I know, but yesterday, like yesterday, yesterday. especially 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 one <laughs> points. Okay, show, show it, me a dude that does thirty and thirty. But he, he's had he's had. He's show had, me a dude that does thirty rebounds and thirty points. Da, that's what I want to see. He did, right know, he did twenty and twenty. I know. I know. Twenty and twenty. There was a dude that was close you. this year to doing a thirty and thirty. Tell you right now, Booker MVP.
2: Booker he should have won it last year. MVP. He yeah. should have won it last year. I agree with that. Booker MVP. He should have won
0: MVP. it last
1: year. He got, he, dude, he, he, he got snubbed from the All-Star. I, I agree. So
0: I, I would agree with the same thing. So, you're, you're the thing. <laughs> so, uh, the Tennessee, yes. Card- Tennessee Titans, no. Tennessee Titans, no.
2: Cardinals, Cardinals fan still. Still a Cardinals fan, still okay. a Suns fan. I'm an all Arizona boy. The biggest thing you miss from Phoenix, go. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean... I'm, this is going to be kind of just more of a generic answer but just mo- mostly my family. Your family? Okay. Because they're well okay. they're all, all out here. here. They're all here. They're yeah. all here. How, how so, are you
1: adjusting to the winter though? Like cuz there's no there's very little. I mean it's a little better in Tennessee than it is in Ohio. Right. But like how's the weather? How's the cloudiness? The rain? I mean I'm missing much of the cloudiness. Depressing. So, so far
2: because well it's cloudy there now and it's but I think it's supposed to rain like the rest of this week or over uh. the weekend.
1: So Savannah's getting all that right now. So right? see, I hated right. rain, man. I hated it. And when I kept, when I'm here in Arizona and it rains, everybody's like freaking dancing outside in the rain. And I'm like, see, go
2: away. See, what's
1: what's nice about it though is that after it rains, like the next day or so, it
2: gets very very foggy. Okay. So that's that's oh, yeah, su- down in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, down in the mountains and everything. So
1: I actually like that. I'll call it the Smokies for no reason. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Exactly. So it, it's actually really cool. I actually do enjoy it. Now, dude, you
1: guys got to go to Gatlinburg and stuff. We did. You did. Very okay. Deep. We did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We did.
2: And we actually when her mom came out, we actually hiked a trail in the Smokies. Yeah. So that was, d-
1: I forgot Jamie likes to hike. Jamie's a big hiker. Yeah. yeah
2: so That's awesome, man. So yeah, Heck we spent yeah. we spent a day in Gatlinburg. We went to the um what is it? The aquarium down there. Oh, oh we okay. It's a good aquarium. For her for her birthday. Very good aquarium. So we yeah. went we went to the aquarium down there. That was fun and then we just kind of spent the rest of the day there finally officially bought her some cowboy boots. Yeah, dude, I heard about <laughs> that. So, so now she one get two free. So, so now she's got two pairs. I got two pairs. So now we're just we're living in Tennessee, bro. Hey man, as long as
1: they're made for walking.
2: Amen. Hey, man. Hey, Nashville,
1: Tennessee. <laughs> what uh dude, have you been to like a like a crawdad boil or like a like no. a fish fry yet or anything um, like that? See,
2: that's the only downside and I'm going to say this live, but like <laughs> I'm not a huge seafood person. Me either. Me I'm either. not. I a won't eat sea- catfish. And I, I, won't I can't. I can't eat. I can't do okay. seafood. But Savannah will loves seafood. Oh yeah, she oh, yeah. will. Yeah. I mean that's not technically
1: seafood though. Okay. No, but she'll eat crab legs. She'll she'll eat scallops. She'll do. You you would like swordfish or something like mahi mahi? You think so? Yeah, because I'm not a fish eater, and I'll only eat salmon if my wife cooks it. I won't eat she, it anywhere else. But I I'll can't. eat mahi mahi and like swordfish. She
2: tried to. I think she tried to. She tried to. Uh, had me try, I can't remember what it was. It was like something fried. I think it was either fried cod or something like that. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, see, that's like what you get like but in like, a fish sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, and, yeah, no, no, it, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 you, no, no, no. Uh, it's the
1: aftertaste for me. That's what it is. Dude, if you have a chance to fish a lake around there for walleye, uh-huh. fresh walleye is one of the best fish. Is it I ever, really? Dude, it really When my kidding. grandfather would cook fresh walleye, brother, I, I promise you right now. It was one of the best fish I ever ate. It's just, very, very it's just the aftertaste for me. in some fishes, I'm dude, like, throat, I can't do it. Throw, dude, just whip up a nasty tartar sauce with some dill in it, dude. Mm. some hot sauce, bro. I'm,
2: gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm yeah, an, I'm I'm an American that's, eater. Yeah, so that's fair. That's I, fair. So, so I like, I like a good juicy burger. Day, bro, <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. Fat, so let me, let me, let me ask you a question. That,
0: let me ask you a question. This is gonna be a hard question, but it's gonna be real. Phoenix or Tennessee? Oh,
1: still pretty early in Tennessee doesn't matter
0: doesn't matter I'm asking now it's a quick okay so I'm so, asking I'm asking now okay <laughs> what do you like about each and which one wins over another go okay
2: here here here's here's the way I'll take that question for the for the moment I am living there right now with the six months that I've been there six I six months six months which seems like forever but it's actually not
1: <laughs> um got it it, that went by <laughs> fast, it, it did go by fast right especially
2: right? with the stress of buying the house and everything oh man that took so much time but um i it's really difficult because i really do enjoy tennessee and i think it's great because of just the new experiences that i'm living right now mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's a tough question. Let's go, dude. It's a really Let's tough go. question. I think. Make at the, it. I think. You for Tennessee. Let's go. Okay. I think at the moment right now. Let's go. It'd
1: be, it'd be Tennessee. Oh. Uh, at the moment, it'd be Tennessee. Uh, he's betrayed his people. See, it's just the weather. <laughs> yeah. I can't get by the weather for me. I just, yeah. I can't. I'm yeah. done with that weather. Yeah. I live there for, but right, you haven't so lived. You haven't lived in that yeah, weather so we for both, thirty we both, years. Like, well, I see, do, that, that's know. that's my point. I haven't gone through all the seasons yet.
2: Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I still yeah. got to go through the winter it's, it's and the really, spring. It's, it's and stuff really like not that
1: bad down there in comparison to like where I grew up yeah, in, in North, Ohio. northeast Ohio yeah, and you know. Medina, Akron area, where yeah. he grew up, Cincinnati. It's really not. It's like
2: it's, it, it's not that bad. Yeah, that's the thing because they. I mean, they do get snow down there, but get flooding bad. Yeah,
1: we will get flooding bad, especially
2: this past summer. Oh my goodness, but. I mean, they don't get a whole lot of snow out there, but they do get it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm waiting. It's in the mountains. Mostly.
0: You're close to Grandma and Grandpa in Ohio. Yeah. So you got a chance to get up there. Yeah. And see them. Okay, that's good. Yeah,
2: see, that's that's the thing, because I know they, they got snow up there just before Thanksgiving, so we yeah. were hoping to go up there and at least see some snow up there, but never got the chance. But Everyone that's okay. Everyone got sick. Everyone Mom got sick. My dad got COVID. My yeah. <laughs> dad got COVID, so. But... Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to kind of go through the winter months to see how it goes. Okay. To see what the snow is at least like from it's what just, they tell me. It's just but, the
1: ice you got to watch, really. Yeah. Ice is yeah. some yeah. scary it, stuff. It, yeah, I know. So black, that,
0: I, black ice in particular. Yeah. You, know, you got to b- break and all of a sudden you can't break and it just keeps going. Yeah.
2: It's well, a that, deal. that's the thing because Savannah told me, I guess some of her coworkers said that they don't plow a lot of the not Rosa. down there, bro. Nope. No way, nope. dude. Nope. No, no, Not down do in them not, hollers, bro. They do not plow You're, the roads. So your neighbor's we- out there with his backhoe plowing <laughs> it, bro. Down
0: in the hollow, we do it different. Yes, sir. We do it different. Yes, we do <laughs>
2: So that means I'm probably gonna have to buy like a snow shovel and just freaking. dude, do, you, do you, you have your truck still? Yeah, I do. sell put my a Plow truck. on that thing, dude. Yes. Yeah. Go
1: to Amazon and buy a plow. Dude, you kidding me? Just <laughs> you put extra yeah. money. Put a cheap plow on that and just start plowing everybody's driveway. I probably will have to. That's probably good. I mean, to be honest, I don't think you're gonna see that much snow.
2: No, pro- probably not. Because her coworkers made uh, it seem like it was a lot, but probably f- probably probably six inches over the over the next couple. Well, see, months, yeah. I, I got I got two different opinions. Okay. Some people tell some people tell me it's not a whole lot. They'll get maybe one or two big snowstorms, but then usually
1: like melt away like the next how, day. But like, have you seen many woolly caterpillars around your house? No. What? OK. Why are you asking that? Dude, old farmer's trick. If you look at the woolly caterpillar and you look how big they are and you look at the color of their coat, you can kind of tell how bad the winter's going to be. Oh, r- wow. r- rough estimate. Esti- rough estimate. Rough estimate. That's cool. Get a lot of spiders. Yeah, that's cool. Do read a farmer. Dude, find a farmer's almanac. Even yeah, if it's at I like a our- yeah. like cracker good. barrel and just read that ish, bro. A it's interesting. Barrel. They yeah, have dude. cracker barrels all over the place. Yeah, dude. De- that's how my dad did that's how my dad determines distance. He goes, uh, I looked it up. There's uh seven cracker barrels between <laughs> yeah. here and there. <laughs> right. I think I could make it in two stops. Yeah, there's a cracker
2: barrel just up the next exit up in uh there's another town up north there that we just go to all the time when of we want course. Cracker Barrel. It's like, yeah, is fantastic.
1: It's like your mom cooks for you. <laughs> do they have Bob, uh, they Bob Evans down there? They do. Oh, no, yeah. not a whole lot, though. Oh, Bob dude, down, down on the, the farm. farm. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude.
2: But they do. They do. I mean, there's a Waffle House every exit. There's, you know, you got Cracker Barrel. You got, I mean. Best food you've had in Tennessee so far. Oh, that's a good word. Oh, Smoky Mountain Brewery. You know how I mentioned yeah. Smoky Mountain Burger. What, what'd you eat? What'd, what'd you eat? They have okay. So I've had I've had the Reuben sandwich there. Oh, because I, I
1: love a good Reuben. I bro. love good bro. Reubens. Sauerkraut or did it have?
2: No, it uh, had sauerkraut. Okay, it had sauerkraut. Not, not the slaw. Yeah, no, it had sauerkraut. And then they also had this. I don't remember what it was called, but it was a it was a basically a double burger, and it was just uh, filled with Thousand Island dressing on it. <laughs> It was like a Calibri- Cali, California burger, <laughs> but it this was, was awesome. it was juicy and it was delicious. Yeah, it was. And
1: some of their beers really, really good. Do uh, do you miss In and Out? I do miss In and Out. Yeah, of course, you yeah.
2: Do. I do miss In and Out. They don't have any In and Out. What are you
0: gonna get today? In fe- so you're gonna eat here probably next hour.
2: Yeah, we're gonna stop this. You're probably gonna get something to eat. Probably. <laughs>
0: what are you gonna go eat? What are you gonna eat? Like, so what? What's your next meal? Go ahead and tell Honestly, me. Honestly,
2: not gonna lie, it's probably gonna
1: be In and Out
0: where it's at bro
2: see he mentioned in and out now i'm just wanting in and out it's a trap it's cheap still it's still cheap i mean it's not it's I mean, they, it's they fairly their-
1: reasonable considering what you get, it really and is. You still get bucks, pretty good quality it's food five, what
0: 550 for a burger uh a double double and a uh yeah like
2: li- yeah. Li- yeah literally before we moved we we, we got in and out all the time because it was just cheap mm-hmm. it was cheap and literally we both got double doubles and everything and it was like 15 bucks just for the two of us Dude, they yeah. probably have
1: like a lot of popeyes and stuff down there Do they have lee's they do not have Leaves. Oh, I worked
2: at Leaves when I was
1: 16, No bro. way, dude. Best fried pickle spears on the planet. Unbelievable. Chipotle ranch but dipping they, sauce. But they
2: do have Popeyes. They got Bojangles. They Bojangles, got Bojangles. They got They got Bojangles. Yes! They got... Um, I forgot about Bojangles. What's another, what's another fast food restaurant they have down They have Crystal... Churches? I have not seen any churches. Just churches? Just no, no, no.
0: It's more like uh, Louisiana.
2: They do okay. have KFCs, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being, co- being just south of Kentucky. Yeah, but yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean they they got some good restaurants that I all haven't right, tried right.
0: yet. I'm gonna ask the very last question for our podcast. What is the most Tennessee thing you could tell us right now? Oh gosh, like, this is a straight opportunity to say. What's the most Tennessee <laughs> thing you can say
2: right now? Go. See, I have I don't have a Southern accent, so it's gonna be really hard. But it's okay, it's okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really caught on any catchphrases from there yet. Nothing? Not really, at least at the moment. Okay. So but I mean, of course they all say y'all all the time. Y'all so, y'all. 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 That's the phrase in the moment. Y'all. Which 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 is easy for Savannah because she says it all the time anyway. She so. does say
1: it all the time. She does. So. You guys are kind of cowboy people. Well, well, you're we sind- we are. You guys well, are. She's from country, country, country country tucky, bro. Music, Yeah. Huh? Her family's from Kentucky.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Country music and everything else like that. It's literally a hop and is, a skip yeah. through the river, man. Oh, dude, 100%. you guys
1: got to go on the. Dude, you guys got to go up to the higher Ohio River and get on like the riverboat and like go on a nice dinner well, cruise. Well, see, we or were something. we were
2: actually going to do that for July Fourth down in the Tennessee River. They had actually like cruises you could go on to the Tennessee yeah. River and watch fireworks from everywhere. Oh, dude, we were going to do that, but we just couldn't afford it at the yeah, time. Yeah, that's so, we just bought a house, bro. Yeah, we just bought uh, a house and everything. So, dude, uh, good pay, camping
0: when,
1: locations. When you pay one point five million for your house. <laughs> You Bro, what the f- <laughs> <laughs> Why did I buy the bourbon? I know, right? Uh, <laughs> Dale Hollow Lake, amazing Dale lake. camping. Oh, that is a good- Yeah, a- okay. Amazing camping. I've actually um, Also Cumberland, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cumberland's yeah. big. Cumberland's but Dale, Dale Hollow's a little quieter. We we actually- We're, we're 10
2: minutes away from Norris Lake. Okay. huge, oh, huge camping,
1: cool. and- You might be able to catch walleye there. I probably, don't remember. It, you might be able to. Do you know how to? deep it
2: is? I don't, you it's, could a, probably,
1: it's a pretty big
2: lake. They might have walleye it's there. It's a pretty big lake, so- so, that they got some great, great camping spots think, up there.
0: I think my wife and I are coming out to see you in
2: January or February.
0: I think it was January. You're still going to do it? Depending on my knee. Yeah. You're like, yeah, "Bro, yeah.
1: hit me up with that cortisone before I roll out <laughs> 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 blitz, happen, blitz the league style." Cuz right Juicy. now I can
0: walk. Right now I can walk. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was on crutches actually a while back, so it was kind of crazy, but Yeah, I remember uh, I
2: remember Jamie telling us that that you were on it was, crutches. It was kind of nuts. It was kind of I'm, nuts, I'm so. sure. I'm sure.
0: Well, Ethan Marshall has been my son-in-law now for probably about, I don't know, probably about six, I don't know, not six years, what? Three years? Almost three three years in March. Almost three years, and so it has been an absolute pleasure having him on the podcast. Thank you guys so very much for listening to the podcast right now. This has been the Cut, Light, and Smoke podcast by Zeal Cigars. So if you have any questions, comments, or insults, email us at cutlightsmokepodcast.com all one word at gmail.com cut Light smoke podcast at gmail.com. And we will catch you on the flip side. With that said, We're out of here like last year. Peace.